thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to The Healthy Shift Worker with your host, Audra Starkey. Hello and welcome to the Healthy Shift Worker Podcast. My name is Audra Starkey and I'm here to help you to manage some of the toughest challenges we face whilst working 24-7. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about something that is often neglected for anyone who is super busy and burning the candle at both ends, and that's self-care. And to talk more about this topic in conjunction with a form of therapy called balneotherapy, I've invited naturopath and aromatherapist Elizabeth Greenwood from Brisbane to speak with us today. In addition to her naturopathic and aromatherapy skills. Elizabeth holds a master's degree in herbal science and is also a lecturer at Endeavour College of Natural Health here in Brisbane. So to tell us more about self-care and balneotherapy, I'd like to give a warm, healthy shift worker welcome to Elizabeth. Hello. Thank you very much, Audra. It's really great to be here. Yeah, look, it's it's fabulous to have you on the show. I think, um, you know, I'm just I'm super keen to talk about self care because I think you know it's just such an incredibly important topic, but it's not really given the recognition or priority it deserves. Would you agree? Absolutely, and I do think it's really important for people to take their health into their own hands um, rather than uh, give it up to a health professional, which, you know, some, some things are very important to do that, like the herbs and the vitamins, but there are so many things you can do to maintain your health at home. Mm, lovely. Brilliant. That sounds good. Well, I, um, I'd love to hear your story, uh, Elizabeth. How did you get started in the field of wellness? Because I know you've done so much. Thank you. Well, uh, I actually went straight from high school. So I started studying uh, naturopathy in 1993 and uh, I just loved it so much that I've stuck with it since then. I graduated in 97 and I went on and did further study as my master's, like you were saying. And I've just worked in the profession since then. And because there's so many dynamic aspects to it, um, there's diet and herbs and exercise and even even mindfulness and meditation, um, and I've worked with so many professionals throughout Australia, and uh, in that time that I'm just really uh, passionate about it, and I've gathered a lot of information to find out what actually works practically, um, as well as what works in the, in the clinical studies. I like that. So it sounds like you really do have a holistic approach to wellness. Yes, absolutely. I think it's something that you can't ignore. Um, There's definitely science behind it and the science is actually backing up that holistic aspect, but you you just... You just can't ignore the the basics of uh, deep breathing and therapy and um, like your balneo therapy, which I'll talk about, um, and and you know how how much that that can actually help. Just those, just doing a few simple little things. It's it's totally um, you know within people's reach to mm-hmm. do. I love that because we can get a little bit uh, narrow minded in in just thinking that it's that health is all about food. Um, you know, and, and it, it certainly is really, really important. But, you know, like you just mentioned, you know, Elizabeth, if we're not moving, if we're not exercising, um, you know, if we're not um, addressing our stress levels and everything, no amount of healthy green smoothies or good nutrition is, is really going to make a difference. That's exactly right. And I think it's it's really important to really – People need to know that intuitively they know what works for them and what doesn't. Mm. And they're they're constantly searching out there what works, what doesn't, when really uh, 
you know, it's about understanding what works for you as an individual. There is no one size fits all. Mm. So, it, and that takes time to figure out what works for you. Um, but uh, that's that's why we're here, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, fascinating. Well, look, I guess unbeknownst to a lot of shift workers, um, you know, we're actually, I'm going to say is if I really am still a shift worker because I do feel as though I, uh, you know, I am sometimes. Um, but, you know, shift workers really are, you know, already stressed before they set foot into the workplace. And that's because they're biologically stressed as a result of, you know, pushing their bodies to work against their natural circadian rhythm. So self-care is super important for shift workers. Are you able to explain um, to our listeners, uh, Elizabeth, exactly what is self-care? Yes. Uh, self-care is working out what works for you. There's so much information out there these days of do the right thing, do this, like you're saying, green smoothies and yoga on the beach. I mean, if we could all do that, wonderful, but it doesn't really work for everybody. Mm -hmm. Some people love running, doing, you know, running marathons, and that would be their stress relief. Um, Some people that doesn't work for at all. So it's a matter of being honest to to yourself what actually works for you. Um, Some people do really well on a raw food diet, whereas others are much better with cooked foods. Um, So yes, a uh, a therapist can help you determine what works best for you, Um, but you know, with a certain amount of understanding and knowledge, you will know uh, what what works and what doesn't, and it's about what gives you energy. So self-care is getting back in touch with yourself, and, and working out what it is that, that works for you and just doing something little each day. It doesn't have to be going on a, a big health detox adventure and be the most amazing person you can be because there, I find that these days there is a lot of pressure to um, keep being amazing and that's okay. But I do think um, that self-care is about, hey, it's okay to not – be amazing today. You know, mm, <laughs> just yeah. do what it what it is that you need to do for yourself, um, and that it does take a little bit of time to do that. There are certain aspects that you can can uh, work with. I, I've worked a lot with uh, occupational therapists throughout Australia, especially with the Balnier therapy. Um, and so I've got a network of occupational therapists, and they. Um, so I, I'm very familiar with uh, you know the impact of work. Um, and I've worked a lot with musicians as well uh, who, you know, some people have to get up at 1 or 2 in the morning and, and play gigs and things, you know, and, yeah. and uh, that's their work. So I've helped a lot of people regain this balance um, of, of for their own body and their own self, and, and self-care is about listening to your body and listening to yourself. Mm, yeah, because we really are. I think, you know, the other thing is that we're just so busy. Like it's become like this, um, I don't know, like a, a, a fantastic honour thing to sort of keep saying that you're busy, 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 that, yeah, self-care kind of gets pushed to the side. It does. Mm. It really does. And that, that does take, it does put the emphasis out there, uh, you know, be, got, got to be busy, got to be busy, and, and then the, when we start to look at self-care, it's usually from some kind of health crisis or stress crisis that we sort of start to integrate these things. And then as soon as we get our energy back, we're back out there again, busy, busy, busy. So I totally understand what it means to be a high achiever and to work very hard. I've learned, learned the hard way myself. Mm. Um, and so self-care is about 
you know, doing something every day that is integrated into your life and a part of your life, not an unachievable goal that you know you have to do one day. The last thing we need to do is put more pressure on ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, I love that because the concept sound. I think you know, for some of the listeners um, out there, might be thinking, "Oh, well, this sounds all really nice to you know be sort of you know spend a bit of time on myself." But when it comes to actually doing it, I think people struggle to yep. actually set time aside and actually say, "Okay, I'm going to do you know, as you mentioned before, maybe not go on a." A six-week retreat somewhere as nice as that sounds but <laughs> even you know just spending 10 minutes for some people is yes. just is so is too much like you know why do you think that's so I think because it's the attitude of it's you know there's there's a certain way you have to look after yourself and that's the way to do it and I'm really here to break down that paradigm and just sort of if you've got to work out what works for you so um, there are definitely ways where you can just tweak something. Um, so a good good example, I know we'll get into it, but a good example is every, the amount of times people have said to me when I talk about balneary therapy, they say, I'd love to, but I don't have time for a bath. Mm. One in two people say that. So I, I offer solutions like, well, do you like watching TV or you like, you know, you have half an hour to watch your favourite shows or you like to read a book or, you know, you, there's some time where you have to sit down and, and, you know, even if you're checking your social media, you're sitting there. Well, run a foot bath. Run a foot bath, put the foot bath there, soak your feet while you're checking your social media, while you're emailing your relatives, you know. So it's about integrating into your own lifestyle. Um and there, there are many ways that you can do that with self-care. Uh, so another another trick is mindfulness and meditation. It's not you don't have to sit still for ten minutes, twenty minutes, um, doing meditation if that's not your that's not doesn't work for you. Meditation can be going for a walk around the block and looking at the trees and just clearing your mind of the day um so yes it takes a little bit of of um of work to integrate these slight changes and remind yourself oh that's right uh i, I was going to have a foot bath while i checked the social media you know um so it's a little bit of training yourself but i'm very much you know it's got to work with your lifestyle it's got to got to be practical and it's got to work for you. And there are solutions out there for every problem. There is a solution. It's just a matter of finding out what it is for you. So as a, as a practitioner, I would work with my client to work out what, what's best for them. Mm, that's something that's sustainable, not something that you would just do as a one-off and say, woohoo, I just did that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's, it's sustainable. And then before you know it, you're down the next on yoga. <laughs> yeah. too funny before you know it uh it is a part of your life Mm. and once you see that that it does make a difference um and that's why it's very important to work with the individual because i can tell you everything that works for me but it it might not work for you so yeah I, i yeah, I think people is probably at this stage of this conversation, they're probably thinking, well, what, what is it that I like to do? What is it that I like to do that clears my mind, that helps me relax, you know? Um, what, what do I like to do? Like, And 
and just be okay with that, not think is that the right thing or is that the wrong thing. Um, Obviously there are things that are bad for you, um, so we would steer away from those. But even if you are having a glass of wine at night, have a foot bath at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who doesn't want to do that, right? Everyone's going, yes. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of likes for that comment. (laughs) (laughs) about it is about adding in not taking away yeah 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 care is what can I do to add to myself and then before you know it the bad habits just gradually disappear you sort of like hang on I don't really want to do them anymore um I'm you know I'm enjoying doing things for myself so it's about adding in it's like music so many different types of music um and everybody's taste is different so find your music Mm. Oh, I love that. That's yeah, that's a great um, analogy. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you've just mentioned or um, we'll touched briefly on um, balneotherapy, uh, Elizabeth. Do you mind explaining, you know, exactly what is that and what it's used for? Because it, yeah, I'm definitely not familiar with that. Okay, it's a topic that I could talk for days on. Okay, well, we're going to I'll cut down to the key points. Um, so, balneotherapy, balneo is a Latin word for bath. So, it's bath therapy. A lot of people have heard of hydrotherapy or water-based therapy, um, whereas balneotherapy takes water therapy to another level where uh, it's kind of like bathing in natural thermal springs and um, it's using Epsom salts in your baths and adding herbs to your bath. So it enhances the, the therapy of the bath. Now, I actually got into this because of my love of baths and also I spent a lot of time working in um, day spas as a naturopath. And then when I first started doing this, um, there wasn't very much research out there, but um, in the last few years, there's been a lot of research for things like fibromyalgia, osteoarthritis, lower back pain, period pain, anxiety. Um, and so lots of studies are coming out about the therapeutic properties of bathing. Um, and we all know how wonderful going to a natural thermal spring would, would ideally be. Um, so what I what I did is I created a range of uh, products which um, I'm just consolidating at the moment, um, where where you know you create that back into your home. So uh, you can add Epsom salts to your bath, for example, and that magnesium, um, as you know, it's a really great mineral for stress, and it gets absorbed through the skin, and really good for anxiety and um so that's that's the the physical aspect of banyo therapy but there is also um as holistic practitioners we work on on the physical the body we also work on the mind emotions and the spirit to a certain degree as well so we see the body as a complex whole and i think water based therapy like bathing is a, a, encompasses all of that you've got there's something so nurturing for your mind and emotions and your spirit um, when you when you're submerged in a bath, you close that door, and that's your time. And you can do your mindfulness practice in there as well, if you like, um, to really calm you down. But it's it's time out. And you know, in Japan, when they're so busy, they're so busy in Japan, and but they worship their bathroom because that is the only time they get to themselves. Generally speaking, you know, mm-hmm. in the cities. Uh, they love their bathing. It's seen as a it's seen as a spiritual practice, and it's a way of life for them because they realise how important it is to take that time 
to um, close the door and that's the only time that they get to themselves. And we need to learn to give that to ourselves as well. Um, we're so giving to everybody else. It's like, well, what, what am I going to give to myself? And, again, that, that's the self-care aspect is what do I want to give to myself? Not what's the right thing to give to myself, but what do I want to give to myself? So boundary therapy can really help you to get to that point. Um, I've honestly, one, I've had so many experiences where I've prescribed baths to people and one bath has completely changed somebody's life. Mm. Um, so I can tell you about that, that, mm. that lady that I, I saw. Um, but, you know, there's something really unique about about bathing you know you're submerged in the water and it's so gentle it takes the pressure off your body and I, I see it like I was thinking about the the shift workers and um and people that I've helped before and it's like a reset for your body you know you're out there busy 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 off you go doing things and when you come home and either have a foot bath or a full bath it's like your body is submerged in the water and it, your body relaxes your body goes, oh, okay, I'm safe. I'm in the water. I'm home. I'm safe. And it really does really does switch switch you off, you know, it switches your body off and it gives your body a reset and it, you just feel the stress like, okay, you just close the door on that stress and you get out and you're like, right, okay, now what am I doing with my life? <laughs> mm, yeah, it's so calming too, I think, just – I think because of the 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 peace and serenity. I mean, I must admit, I'll put my hand up for this that um, I've um, been guilty of taking a bath, but wanting to still do stuff, I'll be you know have my headphones switched on and I'm listening to a podcast or something like that, which is probably defeating the purpose a little bit. Um, oh, that's, oh, no, I just want to just want to hold you on that as well. Yeah, uh, is sorry to interrupt you there for it, but no, I think all good. It's a really good point that you just raised is um, if that's what you like to do, enjoy it and do it, right? There's no right way to have a bath. You can read all these articles about, um, oh, you know, put the candle on, put the nice relaxing music on. If you're mm. stressed and busy, that's only going to stress you out even more. You're going to be sitting there watching the time, watching the time. And um, I, like to, um, I like to watch a little iPad in the bath. Right and and I I put it there and I watch my favourite shows and you know then they're, they're not uh, what other people would like to watch you know <laughs> <laughs> some of them are you know a little bit violent or a little bit you know and they're not they're not hippie shows at all and but for me oh I feel so good I'm like yeah this is great you know it really appeals to me um so if I I do think like reading your favourite novel listening to your favourite podcast, listening to motivational things, watching something that's relaxing, the idea is time out. So what does that mean to you and what does, you know, what does that, how does that make you feel? It's got to make you feel good. Yeah, okay, I feel better now. <laughs> At least, yeah, I feel like I'm killing, well, killing two birds with one stone, but, yeah, enjoying. But it, there, there is something uh, It's just so peaceful about being in, um, you know, as you said, once you close the door, just having that, um, the calming uh, nature about it because, yeah, there's, you just, you are, you're, I guess, figuratively speaking, kind of shutting out, um, you know, the busyness of the out, 
outdoor world um, that you've got going. So do you recommend, uh, I'm just trying to think for our shift working audience, um, you know, for a, a better, an ideal time and like do you have, um, like is there for like an energizing bath that somebody could perhaps have or, um, you know, I'm just thinking someone that's done a night shift coming home and flying in the bath may not necessarily be the right thing because they're, so exhausted that they might fall asleep in the bath um but yeah or, or anything that you would recommend in particular you know besides the magnesium and epsom salts to sort of add to the bath yeah look i do think there are some really good essential oil blends um so i would recommend going to your local uh, health food shop and having a look at their essential oil blends that they've got there they should have some testers and it's very important to go on the ones that you like the smell of Mm-hmm. Um, there are other people that aren't going to like those smells. So try not to look at the names so much because you've got to go on the smell. Um, aromatherapy is quite intuitive. And then what you can do with those drops is you can add them to the Epsom salts, so probably about six to ten drops to a half a cup of Epsom salts, and then pop that in the bath. Now, if you come home and you are completely exhausted, have a foot bath. Don't Don't worry about having a full bath. Your feet are... 10 times more absorbent than the rest of your body. With with a foot bath, you, um, you've got the Chinese um, aspects of reflexology. Um, so reflexology is where you have the nerve endings of all your body are in your feet and your hands. And, you know, that's why foot, massa- foot massages feel really good for most people. Um, not everybody. Not everyone likes a foot, uh, a foot massage either. So I've got to work out what's right for you. And uh, and so by submerging your feet in in a foot bath, you are actually treating your whole body as well. Mm-hmm. So um, there are those people that are more water type people that just don't like baths. You tend to find the people that are really fiery and hot and really um, really stressed and and wiry. They love baths, but people that are you know a bit more uh, there are certain people that just don't like having baths. So them you would recommend if you don't feel like it. Have a foot bath. It will just you'll feel so much better after doing that. Mm. Now, if you've got a bucket and a tap, you've got a foot bath. That's that. Nothing fancy. No, it doesn't have to be fancy. Just as long as it holds the water, you just need a towel. Um, make yourself a nice drink as well. So whether that's a juice or a herbal tea, um, or yeah, and and. Just, just have that with the foot bath. You can read your favourite book. Uh, you can you know, watch your favourite TV show, listen to your favourite podcast. You can do what you like while you're sitting there. And the optimal time for a bath and a foot bath is at least 20 minutes. Okay? That, okay. That's good to know. That, yep. It's when the studies show that that's when the muscles relax. That's when the, the circulation is being increased because baths actually improve your circulation, they remove an, um, inflammatory mediators from your from your blood, they help detoxification, um, it helps the muscle relaxation and the nerve communication. There are so much, uh, so many positive uh, physical reasons to to have these baths. Yeah. So could we go to the opposite end of the spectrum and be in the bath for too long? Um, I, I think you can, but you'll know it. <laughs> you go all wrinkly. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I should get out. I should get out. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you need that. So it's a matter of working out, you know, listening to your intuition and yeah. 
uh, like a lot of people say to me, I don't have time for a bath, but that's because they they think a bath should be an hour long process, and um, you know, it's like going to a day spa. Mm. It's not. It can mm. just be. A, a 20 minute foot bath while you're waiting for dinner or it doesn't have to be uh an unachievable or a big big process yeah mm. well i love i think the that sounds like a perfect uh little ritual for our uh night shifting nurses for example um that might be listening at the moment that have been on their feet all night um, right. yeah and coming home um just before you know having something to eat before getting ready for bed uh sounds like a perfect little thing that they could you know earn, you know and obviously adding the magnesium is going to help them with their sleep because uh, the absorption as you said is, is so much better so yeah great little uh, great little tips in there and I'm, I'm glad that you sort of touched on the uh, the aromatherapy side of things because yeah I've, I'm not I don't use them a lot but I do have um, certainly a handful although you've just crushed my um, uh, my interpretation because I do tend to go and look at the labels like for example I've got um, I'm looking at a couple on my desk at the moment and one's called peace and meditation and then the other one's called de-stress and revive (laughs) so but I do in saying that though Elizabeth I have to say I do the the smells just resonate with me I just love them yeah great Mm. great and I think that's that's the key is absolutely read the labels but with with essential oils it's it is what smell makes you feel good so Mm -hmm. and it's like perfumes and you know, they're similar, they work in a similar way. They work on a limbic system in the brain, which releases memories. So for some people, they might look at the peace one and think, oh, that's for me, but they might really hate the smell of lavender. So they get home and they smell it, oh, can't, oh, that makes me feel nauseous. So um, you've really got to, you know, have a, have a smell of them in the shop and just say, yeah, that one makes me feel good because I guarantee you in a few months later, you go back to the shop to get the same one. And you're like, oh, I don't like that one as much now. Your smell changes. Mm, interesting. It's very much related to your emotions. So your smell, your senses, your, your your likes for certain smells will change a lot. Um, and just just on that as well with the with the foot bars, you know, it'd be nice to hear uh, the experience of, of of the nurses at some stage as well. Um, you know how they go with with applying these. So if you if you have a bucket at home, use that. But if you don't, and you're going out to to get get a bucket, of course you can get something fancy. But the best thing is is to make sure that you can. Um, fill it up easily in the sink. So, you know, um, make sure you fill it up easily in the sink and you can carry it easy, easily. Don't get a, a, bu- a bucket or a container that's really heavy. There's some beautiful stone marble foot baths out there, but they're really impractical and you'll probably only use them once or twice and think that's too too hard to use. So you can use like a plastic bucket and um, when I say bucket, you know, I'm not thinking the old school style shape bucket just you know <laughs> there are so many different shapes these days there are beautiful square ones that you yeah. can get some really nice round ones um if you can nurses when you're on your feet all day get a get a bucket that's a little bit deep that goes like halfway up your calves um not not so deep that it fills up with water and it's really heavy um but just deep enough that it does go halfway up your calves as well and what that will do that that 
motion of the, the water around there will help to massage your lymphatics around there. So any fluid retention um, from people, you know, being on your feet all day, that will actually improve that lymphatic motion and help with the, the microcirculation in the area. So the deeper you can pop, pop your feet in there, the better that'll be. You can also get some, some rocks or some marbles as well and pop them in the bottom and roll your feet over the rocks and marbles um, and yeah that will that will that will help a lot oh that's a great tip I haven't heard I've heard, heard of that before um, yeah and because you know swelling of the feet you know is so common for people that have been on their feet all day uh, so yes yeah, superb superb well um look that's, that's been fascinating um elizabeth look before um you know we wrap up the podcast uh, one of the things that i always like to um ask my guests i, I change the subject slightly here um is that i love to ask um you know my guests what their favorite travel destination is and why would you mind sharing with us what your all-time favorite holiday spot is and why and i'm going to probably assume that there's going to be a bath involved here in my shape or form well interestingly enough um i i am a i have worked so hard all my life that i haven't really got a huge amount of holiday destinations i know um i i, I you know i'm getting to that point in my life where it is about self self-care and management but I totally understand with this um, working hard and not having time for holidays and or not having time to look after yourself so that's why I, I you know my my whole therapy is around creating that holiday space in your own home so you've got that little retreat in your own home when you need to mm. having said that um, my favorite uh, holiday destinations um, I'm actually English so that's the undertone that you can hear underneath my Australian accent um, so a couple of years ago, I went to Bath. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yep. Mm -hmm. In England. Mm -hmm. um, so my favourite holiday destinations are the natural thermal springs. Anywhere there's natural mm -hmm. thermal spring, I, I'm, I'm actually in heaven. Um, so, you know, the, the hot water coming up from underneath the ground and, uh, you know, I'm, I like beaches and I like, you know, places like, you know, like Thailand, you know, I, I, would, I would definitely go there, but it's not really my thing. I, I really like, um, you know, the seclusion and the, the um, more, more the natural thermal spring uh, places. So I, I visited quite a few springs uh, around England and, um, and Bath, was, Bath was just incredible. It's steeped in history and, uh, and yeah, just, I just like that sense of, sense of uh, time or timelessness that, that you can have when sitting in a bath and that, that connection that you get with the earth and it's very grounding and it reminds you, hey, hang on. Yeah, right. That's, you know, life is life is life is good <laughs> mm, oh goodness yeah ab absolutely i have actually been to bath myself but oh goodness probably about 20 years ago now and i didn't have a bath <laughs> per se but i do remember yeah walking around um and listening you know having your headphones on and listening to all the history um you know about that that main bath in the center there um and it is it's it's mind-blowing to sort of think uh you know that our ancestors from you know thousands and thousands of years ago uh you know they they regarded you know bathing as is such an important thing as well so we really kind of we should be learning from them 
that's very very true and that's um that's one of the things i'm really passionate about with bounty therapy is bringing it back it used to be part of the treatment regime it used to be mm. as important as diet yeah and wow so, yeah um, people used to gather in bars and talk meetings and and discuss politics and things around bath it was seen as culturally important and um it was it was it was take like it was made to be uh, socially unacceptable for quite a few thousand years now. But, <laughs> but yeah. now, uh, so it might, it's very important for me to, to bring that back for a number of different reasons, the, the cultural aspect. So even, um, you know, visiting bath houses, I uh, went to Japan on a, on a research mission, research wow. mission, yep. research in inverted commas. Um, <laughs> Um, And I went to some natural thermal springs in Japan and and, uh, looked at the way that they treated bathing as well. And, yes, it's physical, uh, but the physical properties of bathing, meaning, um, you know, they clean themselves before they get in, but the whole preparation and the respect that they have for the thermal waters and and just the peace and tranquility that it brings you, um, often you can have a bath and – and that feels like you've been away at a health retreat for a couple of days, you know. So, again, put your music on. I, I've had some people that used to listen to heavy metal in the bath because that was relaxing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so it is a matter of like put list. I don't do that, but you know, <laughs> that's they like metal, and that's what relaxed them. So, it's it's a matter of like creating your my my tagline is create your own tranquility. Mm, nice. I love that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Look, this has been awesome, Elizabeth. You've certainly inspired me to, uh, you know, I do have a, a nice, you know, fancy looking clawfoot bath, but you've inspired me to kind of go dig around and find myself a good um, bucket to use as well for those times when um, even just a short, yeah, sort of a shortest um, stint um, submerging my feet in, um, you know, yeah, you've made it sound just very inviting so thank right. you so very much and look um where can people find you to learn more about what you what you do uh, elizabeth you know some of the services that you offer um you know the practices that you're doing and so forth thank you so much look i've actually been um actually uh i'm consolidating the business at the moment so i don't have my website up at the moment but i will be relaunching it at the moment i have a facebook page called balneotherapy um there's there's one which is and it's balneotherapy community and you'll see there's a there's a picture of bath uh on on that page they can stay in touch with me there okay Um, and yeah i'm more than happy to leave my email and things if anybody's got any any questions or feedback um about their experiences and uh i will be um uh relaunching um my bath bath uh therapy many aspects of the bath therapy um next year yeah okay that's great so your email address is uh, the best email address is embody, which is E M for mother, B O D Y, embody, at me, M E dot com. Excellent. So, yeah, and feel free to, to contact me and um, if you've got any questions or anything I, I can help you with there. Um, 
Yeah. Brilliant. Well, I'll make sure I include that in uh, into the show notes and, you know, even later down the track when you get your website um, up and running, um, Elizabeth, let me know and I could also add it to the show notes again later on. So, look, it, thank you so very, very much for joining me um, today. It's been great chatting with you, you know, about the importance of self-care um, because, as I said, right at the very beginning, I think it really is uh, uh, something that we, we neglect and, and when we're running on little sleep and, you know, just burning the candle at both ends, I think that it's just – it's such an important topic where we just need to kind of take the time um, to aside and you know invest in ourselves um, because you know for, for shift workers they they definitely deserve it. They do absolutely. It's really really important and it's important to have fun with it. There's no right way to do it. Um, so definitely uh, find out what works for you and your favourite thing. And that's what that's all that self care is. It's it's quite quite easy to do um so thank you so much audra for having me today it's been absolutely wonderful uh to discuss this with you and i feel inspired to go and have a foot bath with marbles myself (laughs) (laughs) that's great yeah (laughs) awesome awesome well look that's it for another edition of the healthy shift worker podcast i'd love to hear your feedback and there are many ways you can do this via my facebook page the healthy shift worker through my website healthyshiftworker.com or you can visit the wellness couch at thewellnesscouch.com and leave a comment there. If you enjoyed the show, please feel free to share it with other shift workers who you think may benefit. And if you're listening through your laptop, you can pop over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating, which will help me to spread the healthy shift worker message to shift workers and organizations all around the world. If you'd like access to more free resources, including my newsletter, just visit my website, healthyshiftworker.com and enter your name and email address. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening. Until next time, may you continue to be as healthy as you possibly can be despite working 24-7. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.